Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved. Cast out demons and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening. You're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Hey everybody, welcome aboard. This is uh, a very special broadcast, Shannon Davis, the Omega Man, and I'm doing something I haven't had an opportunity to do before. I'm here live in Bali with The Exorcist. I'm talking about Jay Bartlett. Many of you know him. Uh, He is uh, currently on the road preaching the gospel, casting out devils, and the Lord told him to come to the island of Bali. He looked me up and... uh, Invited me to come over for coffee, and we decided to do an interview. So we're doing a live show here, making some new friends. Jay, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, it's great to be in Bali. It's hard, it's hard <laughs> to believe I'm in Bali, what they refer to as the Island of the Gods, right? This is a uh, very interesting place to be. Jay, uh, welcome aboard today. You want to open us in prayer? Yeah. So, Father in heaven, I thank you. In the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you for your presence. You are present on these on, on this program, I ask that you would move in the hearts and the minds of those who are listening in, that you bring about deliverance and healing, that you would touch each and every one. Father, we, we submit this program into your loving hands. We believe Jesus Christ is Lord. And Jesus, we thank you in advance for the healing and deliverance that will take place as they listen in to Omega Man. Father, I thank you for Shannon. I thank you for his life, for this program your hand upon this program in Jesus name. Amen. I say amen to that again. Welcome everybody. If you're here for the first time, glad to have you. And uh, Jay, for those that have not heard you speak before, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're doing. It's great to actually be on Omega Man. I was on Omega Man, what was it, back in 2012? Been a long, long time. I was in Guatemala City, if I'm not mistaken, the very first time I came on Omega Man. I've been on, I think, a few other times, but it's been great. I'm, I'm a pastor of a small church called the Jesus Church and uh, based in Southern California. We also have a, a Jesus Church in Vancouver, British Columbia, where we do deliverance every single week. We cast out demons. So I'm a pastor, but along with being a pastor, I, I travel the world. And here I am in Bali. We just finished a uh, mission in Australia where we went to, uh, I think, five different cities. And every single meeting, people were set free. People were miraculously uh, healed. And we have a, a, a special aspect of the ministry where people are caught up into the third heaven and get to meet Jesus. So that's, a, that's an extraordinary part of the ministry. But yes, we do deliverance, and what a privilege and honor. This is a ministry that's dear to the heart of God. God is wanting to set his people free. And uh, I've experienced deliverance. I know, we, we, you know it's great to be here in Bali, and I know uh, Shannon and I, have been talking and he's experienced deliverance i've experienced deliverance and we want you to experience deliverance today too jay how can people find you on the web you have a website you want to give out yes it's jbartlandmissions.com and uh 
we have a lot of resources. I've written like 65 different publications, and you'll find a lot of our books in, on Amazon. But uh, jbartlettmissions.com, jbartlettmissions.com, and uh, you'll find our event schedule, our information about the Jesus Church services, and uh, we're here to serve. We're wanting to serve. We're wanting to be an extension of God's love, His power. If you need help, please, please get in touch with us. Now, Jay, what brought you over here to this part of the world in Asia? Where have you been prior to Bali? Well, I was just in Australia, and uh, I have to tell you, uh, Shannon, I've traveled. I think I just, we were talking about this earlier. I've been all over the world. I've I've never seen, perhaps India maybe, but I, and I've been to some dark places on the planet. This is a very unique place among all the nations I've traveled to, and I've traveled to every single continent of the world in many, many countries, nearly 80 different countries. I've never seen so many temples, shrines, and gods as I do here in Bali. So this, you often said, you've told me, you've told me this in the past, this is ground zero for deliverance ministers. There's no, uh, there's no doubt about that. And it's a, it's a privilege and honor to be here, to, to be able to, uh, this is more of like, I've been to Indonesia before, but never been to Bali. This was more of like a spiritual scouting trip. I wanted to get a sense of the land and uh, how the Lord's going to lead the ministry in the, in the months to come. But uh, the Lord, uh, Lord has already spoken to me. We're going to come to back to Bali, and we're going to hold public deliverance services, yes. exorcism services, and we're going to drive out these. And people who are listening, when, whenever you see an idol, whenever you see a god, whenever you see these temples and shrines, you're not looking at just the god itself, the god or goddess. You're looking at the demon. Moses, in the book of Deuteronomy, Paul, in 1 Corinthians 10, he, he makes the argument that when the Gentiles sacrifice, they weren't sacrificing to idols, but unto demons. So these are demon powers. And the people here in Bali, beautiful people, but they need deliverance. So we were in Australia. We saw tremendous deliverance. Every single meeting, people begin to suffer, including dealing with a, a spirit of kangaroo. Tell me about that. What was that? <laughs> And I have a, a ministry associate here too, and and uh, he was present also. Uh, it was uh, the la- it was last not last night, wasn't it? It was the last night in Australia. We were in Perth, Western Australia, and uh, and um, I, I, he may want to share some things too. My, my ministry associate, because uh, he was an eyewitness of the of the powerful exorcism. So we were dealing with an Aboriginal uh, lady, and we were having her break some generational curses. And uh, immediately the spirit of kangaroo surface. See, the aboriginals in Australia would honor the spirit of the kangaroo and would actually offer to it, sacrifice unto it. And this spirit was actually had been passed down. It had been there for hundreds of years, if not thousands of years. But when it manifested, it acted like a kangaroo. It took upon the man. Yes, it was actually the, the, the physical manifestations of the kangaroo actually surfaced within her body. And... Uh, and as, as, as soon as this spirit surfaced, other spirits of kangaroo surfaced and other, another aboriginal woman. They both got powerfully set free. But uh, this is something we saw in each and every meeting in Australia. Jay, uh, who is our friend here that we've got with us? Introduce him. Well, this is, uh, yeah, this is Rory. Uh, Rory, got, he, I, we were just talking about the spirit of the kangaroo. This is Rory. Uh, he's a part of the Jesus Church in Southern California. What do you think, uh, Rory? Uh, about that the kangaroo. Greet the people, Roy. Yeah. Give us your story. Well, it's great to be here. Uh, just one thing I, I just like to add is that there's no meeting similar. Every deliverance meeting is different. And that's just, it shows you that the Lord is just so brilliant and it's just beautiful to honor him. Yeah. And the spirit of the kangaroo, I mean, I was sitting there all of a sudden, her two hands went down like a kangaroo and she was hopping. And I'm just like, well, I've seen the snake slither. This was the first time I've ever seen kangaroo, and it makes sense that we're in Australia. They're the worshiping kangaroo. the kangaroo. It enters through the bloodline, and then she becomes the kangaroo. And as Jay said, it manifests through the meeting. Another person had it, and the spirits identify, uh, they communicate, and then another one surfaced. Yeah, I, I, and those who are watching, maybe in Aust- or listening in from Australia, I mean, we're not against all, uh, kangaroos. We love the, yeah. they're God's creatures, but there's a spirit of kangaroo that the aboriginals honored and worshiped, and that demon spirit was in that those ladies, and they both got set free. Amen. 
you better cast those demons out. Otherwise, it might start hopping away on you. <laughs> right out the door. Start jumping 20 well, feet. Well, I was trying to hop, remember? It was trying to hop out. And every single meeting, there was these strange demons that we uh, encountered. We, uh, we were talking before we, we did this recording, uh, Shannon. Dealing with, we were dealt with a Filipino woman. And uh, in, a, in a city called Coffs Harbor, right on the coast, on the east east coast of Australia, and this woman had a spirit called False Mary, mm. and a false Jesus, and it was a result of the uh, her ancestors indulging in Catholicism and worshiping Mary, and worshiping a false Jesus. We believe Jesus is God in the flesh. There is a one true Jesus of the of, of the New Testament, but there are there are. are false Christ that exists and people worship these these beings and uh thank God she was set free and powerfully uh delivered and and uh but yeah in each meeting a very every meeting was unique very strange uh demons we dealt with but they all submit to Jesus Christ and they come out so Jay uh the Lord is sending you into cities and you're going in and holding meetings uh do you do mass deliverance while you're there so in Australia, for example, that, that's where we were just previously holding meetings. And every single meeting, we did mass deliverance. So I would br- normally bring a teaching, a teaching, and then we would normally do generational curse break. And as we're breaking the curses, demons are triggered. And this is something we were talking about just a moment ago. How, think about it. Those of you who are listening right now, think about how many ancestors you have. Think about the thousands upon thousands of ancestors that you have. Are you telling me that none of your ancestors opened doors to demons, opened doors to evil spirits? You bet they built. You you bet they did. Somebody did. At some generation, those demons have been passed down through the bloodline. Many of those demons are in you, and thus the need to do mass deliverance. And that's what we did in Australia. Uh, we led everybody in mass deliverance prayers, and as we begin to do the renunciation prayers, demons start manifesting in every single meeting, and people were getting set free. You could be free from these generational curses, and that's one of the reasons why we came to, into, into Bali. And uh, you, you often refer, Shannon, to uh, Bali as being Demon Island or Island of the Demons. Or Yes. <laughs> my friends, I don't know how many of you have been to Bali. This is Indonesia. And I've been to uh, Indonesia before, the Islamic areas, but I've never been to Bali. There, Shannon is not exaggerating because he wrote to me and said there's 35,000 shrines, temples, uh, altars, uh, demon gods and goddesses that are on this island. I, I think he's being very quite honest, conservative with that number. There's probably tens of thousands or more. That's my perception. They're everywhere. And strange-looking gods, gods of dog. I saw like a crab-looking god idol. Uh, there was like warriors, like warrior-like type, Jezebel-like type, all these various gods and goddesses. This is an island that needs deliverance. That's why we're here. And what a privilege and honor to, to be on the, the program and to be able to talk about these things. But here in a moment, I want to talk about deeper deliverance uh, because I think there's a great need uh, in the world for deep deliverance, not only just to do mass deliverance, which we do, but also to go a little bit deeper, which I'll talk about here in a moment. Folks, we are live. If you're just joining us again with uh, Jay Bartlett here on the island of Bali. And if you stay tuned, I just had a great idea, Jay. We'll get you to do a mass deliverance in this program. That's If you're great. tuning in and you're being tormented, yes. harassed, and driven by demons. Good idea. It's time to make some demons homeless today. Yes. They want to put you in a tent city, living on the street. It's time to kick those demons out. Amen. Every demon out is one less in, as a friend used to say. And, uh, folks, you don't want these things on the inside. Mm. They're not your friend. If you don't kick these demons out, they're planning to take you out in a body bag. Mm. So it's time to get set free today. Jesus Christ came to set the captives free. A good one-third of his ministry was the casting out of That's demons. Right. That's right. If we ever need a deliverance, it's today. Amen. Jam, we'll throw the mic back to you. Bring a little teaching. Well, it's great. Uh, thank you for this privilege and honor. And, and, uh, to, and I'm great. it's great to be here in Bali. But we've been talking about deeper deliverance, how there's, there's such a great need, not only for mass deliverance, for the public to see the power and the demonstration of God's power and of his love, but also to, to do deep deliverance. Mass deliverance is good. It's needed. Uh, but often I've discovered that in mass deliverance, you're just removing some surface demons. Uh, but when you're one-on-one with people, and we do this, and even during the da- mass deliverance, what we'll do, uh, Shannon, is in the public meetings, we'll lead everybody in renunciation prayers. 
The prayers in itself brings about deliverance, does it not, worry? It brings a lot of deliverance to people. But then the Holy Spirit usually highlights <clears throat> anywhere from one or two or three people, and I bring them to the front of the meeting hall or in front of the auditorium, wherever, wherever I may be, in front of a church, and I begin to, to go deeper. For example, we were talking about the kangaroos, the spirit of the kangaroo. I, not only was the kangaroo there, but there was a spirit that was above the, the, the demon of kangaroo. It was a demon of Satan. Remember that? Yeah. The demon of yes. Satan. And he had been there for thousands of years because her ancestors had uh, sacrificed babies. I think it said babies. It was babies. Sacrificed babies thousands of years ago. So these powerful spirits called the devil came into her. And they had been uh, passed down through the bloodline, and she had these things. And the, the demons were cast out. The curses were broken, and she was healed too. I, I think she was healed of all the physical pains. She was. Not only was she delivered of these demons that were haunting her, but she, the physical pains, she had all these various... Leg, back. Leg, back, and all these physical ailments disappeared. And that's what we see in deliverance is as you go deeper, you're finding out these different spiritual legal rights by which these demons are are holding on to the, to the person. And uh, Rory, you were there. She testified of no pain. As the demons were cast out. She said, I feel no more pain. We actually had in the meeting, they were friends. She's getting delivered. And all of a sudden, this other woman, this other woman is getting delivered from her pain. Now, we have no idea. She comes up to me and tells me the story. Like when my friend delivered all my pain, she had a front um, module. Uh, I don't know the name of it. Um, whatever. She had a host of sicknesses. Yeah, and then she's like, my whole shoulder, I could not move it. So much pain. All free. All free. We're not talking about 90%. She says it's zero pain. All pain gone. And she walked in the day before she walked in, just all black, miserable. And after that deliverance of her friend who she got delivered, healed, light, freed, happy, joy. It was beautiful to watch. And it was because of the deeper deliverance. So the deep deliverance, what I mean by the deep deliverance is is going beyond just simply telling demons to go, though that's necessary. Obviously, you have to tell demons to go, and we do that in every single meeting. But as, as, as Holy Spirit highlights someone, we bring them to the front, and then we go deeper. We find out what other demons. Mary Magdalene, she had seven demons. Uh, it, uh, it would appear the little boy in Mark chapter 9, he, he had a mute spirit. The father says to, uh, to the disciples and Jesus that my son has a mute spirit. But then you see later on in that uh, story, in that narrative, in Mark chapter 9, that Jesus commands a deaf and dumb spirit to come out. Along with the deaf and dumb spirit, there appears to be another spirit a spirit of death because after the deaf and dumb spirit is cast out the deliverance after the after this incredible deliverance the bible says that he looked like he was dead in fact many said he had died well guess what death is still there so there was multiplicity of demons within that little boy jesus had to touch that boy life came into that boy so he was set free from death uh, so you can have, uh, of course, Mark chapter 5, that, that uh, man had a legion, thousands and thousands of demons. And uh, so it's very important to find out in deep deliverance some of these deeper things. How many demons people have? Because uh, people can have more than just one demon. And that's when you, when you do deeper deliverance, you're finding out how many demons are in somebody. Mm. The very spiritual legal rights. What the demon brings, that's a big one, Shannon, is that what we discover is when we're doing deliverance, the demons will say, right, right, Rory? The demons will say that uh, they're bringing sickness. They're bringing the pain. They're bringing a fiery dart. In fact, I remember, uh, I think in every case, and there may be a few cases here and there, but Rory, correct me if I'm wrong, but I, everybody we dealt with who had demons in Australia on a recent mission in Australia, the demon was there, but they had brought sicknesses and they brought fiery darts. Because the Bible says, I know both of you are very familiar with this verse. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, uh, the Apostle Paul says, Take upon the shield of faith. Above all, take upon the shield of faith Amen. so you might be able to extinguish the fiery darts of the evil one. So when demons come into someone, they also bring fiery darts. So what a great need to do deep deliverance so you can find out if the demons bring sickness, if they're bringing fiery darts, they're bringing the pain to the victim. And once we get the information about the fiery darts, the pain goes. Amen. And it's not only the person, too. It's the family, the kids. The demon will say, I'm attacking the kids. I'm attacking the marriage. 
They'll always go after something. If they can't get the person, they'll, they'll go after like the general group of the family. Well, that's it. Or bring their up job, a good, their career. You bring up a good point, Roy, because you said uh, it points out the family members. When yes. you're doing deeper deliverance, you could find out how the demons are attacking the son, the daughter, the, the grandparents, mm. the mother, uh, the, the wife, the husband. When you're just doing surface deliverance, again, I'm all for it, mass deliverance. I do it all the time. But it's good to do deeper deliverance because you find out how it's interacting with, and then inter interacts with people in the meeting hall. Yes. <clears throat> so yes. they end up getting delivered. The yes. demon will often manifest and say, and will point out, I'm in him, I'm in her, and they end up getting delivered and set yes. free. And we saw that quite a few times. Many times. That's when Jezebel comes up. It'll be the Jezebel spirit will come up in one woman, and then I'll look around, and like three other women are dying laughing, like can't stop laughing. They're like, I don't know what's going on. And then the, the Jezebels are gaining power. And they're trying to network and hold the meet, close the meeting down, and make it all chaos. I mean, it's pretty wild to watch. So they network, they point each other, each other out. So deep deliverance. So you may be saying, okay, where's the biblical evidence for this? Mm. You see, like in Mark chapter one, Jesus in the synagogue, he just tells the demon to go. In Acts chapter sixteen, you see Paul dealing with the spirit of divination, and he just tells the demon to go. But then you look at passages like Mark chapter five. Jesus does. It's interesting that the sequence of events. The first thing he does with that man who has the legion is he tells the demon to go, but it doesn't go. Now, how, you may say, Pastor Jay, how do you know it, it didn't leave? Well, he, he wants to identify the demon. He actually says, well, who are you? What's your name? And the demon says, I'm legion, for we are many. And he begins, there seems to be some, some form of dialogue that takes place. So you see that Jesus goes beyond just simply telling a demon to go. Mm. He begins to identify, try to get the name of the demon. And that's what we did, like, for example, here recently in Australia, in all the different cities and meetings that we held, is the demons would speak. They'll Always. give their names, and they had some weird names from spirits of Lucifer, spirits of Jezebel. But then you have these other spirits, like spirit of the kangaroo or false Mary. And, uh, and there'll be demons named after sicknesses and diseases. And uh, you see this everywhere where we went, these, uh, 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 these, these various strange uh, demons. So you see that in the, in the Bible, Jesus went beyond just casting demons out. He identified them. Then in Mark chapter 9, this is a fascinating uh, narrative. So Jesus is dealing with the little boy who has demons. The father brings uh, the boy to Jesus and uh, to the disciples. But the disciples had difficulty casting the demon out. So they ended up going to Jesus, and Jesus deals with the demon. Well, in the middle of, of uh, ministry, it says in the middle of uh, in, in, in that narrative, while the demon's manifesting with that little boy, Jesus turns to the father and says, how long has this been happening to him? Mm. Now, I found that always fascinating to me. Here, demons are manifesting in a little boy, and Jesus doesn't even cast the demons out. He begins to turn to the father, and he engages in a conversation, and he asks him a question. Why does Jesus even have to ask the question? By the way, in Mark 5, when he asked the demon his name, the demon says, my name is Legion, for we are many. Is Jesus not, he's God in the flesh, is he not? Since he is God in the flesh, he knows everything. So why does he even ask, need to ask these questions? It's not for our benefit uh, or for his benefit. It's for our benefit. So we may know how to do deliverance. Amen. How important it is to ask questions. And when we begin to ask questions, we, uh, we get information. Information is critical when you're in warfare. Information leads to freedom. Something uh, we have failed to mention is the brokenness. Mm. I think I think everybody we dealt with. Correct me if I'm Everyone. wrong. Everyone, everybody on our brokenness. mission to Australia, on our recent mission to Australia, everybody that we dealt with that had demons, they had brokenness. And the demon was attached to the brokenness. And the demon, because demons traffic in human suffering. So when there's human suffering, when there's broken is when there's a shattered soul mm. there's going to be a demon now how do i get to that point how do i get to the shattered soul how do i get to the broken heart it's because of the deeper deliverance yes otherwise if i just did surface deliverance you would never get to the brokenness mm. you would never find out the information about the fiery dart or the sickness uh what the demons bring into the uh, victim so as we do in deliverance we find out because jesus not only has come to set the captives free but isaiah 61 luke chapter 4 we see that jesus come to heal the mm. broken heart so we see that as we're doing deliverance, the demons will often both say, I have their broken heart. Mm -hmm. And as we get the demon to release not only the body, take the sickness, but to release the broken heart, and all of a sudden the brokenness surfaces, the pain, the mm -hmm. anguish, the trauma of the past yes. surfaces. And we're speaking about 
very little young heart parts, best way to describe it, parts of their soul that are filled with trauma, with, with shame, with hurt, and bad memories, they begin to surface. This, this, is the, this is not a demon. This is the brokenness. It's not that the demons attached to the brokenness, but the brokenness is surfacing. And this is perhaps the highlight of the ministry, is that mm. the brokenness we send to Jesus. Amen. He's at the right hand of the Father. So as the brokenness is being released for the demon, they're going to the presence of God, and they're meeting Jesus. They are. Meeting Jesus. And they're meeting... Now, Rory, you got to tell the story. So Rory is back... We're in, a, in Perth, Western Australia, in this public hall, great attendance, packed hall. He's in the back, and he's ministering to a, a young man. I don't know how old he was. Like he 10, was 11. 11. 11 years old, and does some deliverance with him. And then tell everybody what happened. So I'm walking by... And the mother's like, he wants to go to heaven. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> just put a little pressure on me. So I just kneeled down and, you know, Holy Spirit led. And we were doing some ministry. And then, and then he was, there was some blockage there. I removed the darkness from him. And all of a sudden, he's like, I see a lion's face. You see, I see a big lion. And uh, Lion of Judah. And then I'm like, you know, we're just, he's just in the presence of God. And you just see how light he is. And the joy in his heart, and then he sees Jesus, and then he's on the swing set with Jesus. And all of a sudden, he goes to me, he's like, I see this giant angel. I'm like, how big is he? He goes, it's massive. I said, ask him his name. He goes, all right. And he's sitting there, he's like, his name's David. I'm like, beautiful. And it was just such a beautiful moment for that young boy. And he came up to testify. Yes, he did. Of his deliverance, he feel did. free, and then seeing Jesus, meeting and meeting Jesus. And Jesus, it's very easy. I, I find as we're doing the deliverance that the children are much easier to, because they don't have doubt in the world and, no, and things right. in the news and this and that. They're just so open. And Jesus loves the children so much, so they, the brokenness comes up very quick. We remove it, and they go right to heaven. Very rarely I see children not go to heaven very easily. In Coffs Harbor, uh, which is in between uh, Gold Coast and uh, uh, Sydney, uh, we had, I, I've, I've traveled there but never hold, held meeting. We held some meetings there, and there was one particular day. We held two meetings, one kind of a semi-public uh, meeting in, uh, at somebody's house, and then we had a public meeting at a public hall. But the second night. Yeah, that, oh yeah, that's right. And, and we saw so many children go to heaven, night. getting delivered and getting caught up into yeah. the third heaven and meeting Jesus. Yep. Yeah, we're talking about as young as I think five, six years old, having these extraordinary experiences. Now, so there's much more than just simply the casting out of, of evil spirits. You see that Jesus wants to heal the broken heart. Mm. And I think it's rooted in the deeper deliverance when you do deep deliverance. And what a great need there is to do deep deliverance because in that when you're doing deep deliverance you're going to find the brokenness yes and when you find the brokenness you're going to find the lord because the bible says in psalm 34 18 the lord is near to those who are broken, broken in heart. heart psalms 34 17 18 yep. yes Beautiful. so when when there's brokenness the lord's going to be there yep and you want to be where the lord is the lord is, didn't come for the healthy he came for the sick Amen. he came for those who are hurting and perhaps you're watching or watching listening right now and and you're thinking to yourself, well, I have a broken heart. Well, I'm here to tell you, if you have a broken heart, there's evil spirits there. Mm. And by the way, we failed, failed to mention this, and I know we've, we were talking about this just a moment ago, uh, Shannon, and uh, is what I term as soul invaders. Mm. Not only, when you do deep deliverance, you'll discover not only brokenness, you'll find also multiplicity of demons. And in the process of doing deeper deliverance, you'll find the strong man. Because the, the scripture is pretty clear in, in my Matthew 12. Jesus speaks about a strong man, the need to bind him up. Now, how are you going to find out the strong man unless you're doing deeper deliverance? Identifying the deeper, uh, unless you're doing deeper deliverance, you're not going to find the strong man. But as you do deep deliverance, you're going to be able to identify him. And he's going to be the one orchestrating all the attacks. He's the one holding the brokenness. And oftentimes what we have discovered, not only is there brokenness present, but soul invaders. Mm. Now, you may say soul invaders. That sounds sci-fi, spiritual sci-fi. What is that? What are you talking about, Pastor Jay? When I speak about soul invaders, I'm speaking about the brokenness of other people mm. that have entered you as a result of some kind of unholy, spiritually illegal soul tie, soul bond. Some soul bridge has been connected. And 
And I would say, Rory, correct me if I'm wrong, I would say 80, 90% of people who have demons, they have brokenness, and they have soul invaders. Wouldn't you say the same? Yes, me one of them when you had to cast out the shaman. Because <laughs> I went to a shaman before this, and I, I, that was the legal you right. You created soul Shaman came in. And that the only way we, I got rid of that was uh, we had to call the angels down. In That's Jesus' right. name, she finally left. Oh, what a night that was. Well, that, Amen. So that's real. Very You've real. experienced it yourself. She literally grabbed me on the neck. I couldn't breathe. I, I remember that. At the time, it was a, a very close friend of mine, Adrian. She had a, I was like, I can't breathe. And then we were just casting she was it. in you. Yeah, and I was taking the blood. And we were just working it, working it. It took about two hours, and it finally left. That's amazing. So you may be saying, uh, Pastor Jay, where's the biblical precedent for this where's the biblical evidence well you see that the bible in the old and new testament uh clearly depicts or uh, reveals that there is a a concept the, the soul tie concept you see it in a marriage in genesis chapter 2 mm. uh in mark chapter 10 and for, uh, first uh, samuel chapter 18 you yes. see that in friendship a soul tie could be created in first corinthians 6 you see it through sexual unholy sexual unions in second corinthians chapter 6 the Apostle Paul takes it a whole step, a whole nother step, he, or a whole nother level, I should say. He says, do not be unequally yoked to a non-believer. Mm. So if you're connected in business, in a social gathering, in a romantic relationship, uh, in any kind of uh, uh, scenario, if you're connected with a non-believer, oneness could be created. Two can become one. And, uh, and to, that's what you were talking about with a shaman. You, you went to the shaman, you created a soul tie, and that brokenness of them entered you and actually attacked you. Yes. From within. Yes. So this is not something we're making. People are actually testifying. This is real. So those of you who are listening right now, you have demons. You have unresolved generational curses. You have brokenness, your own brokenness. And then you can have the brokenness of others mm. within you. Now think about that for a moment, you probably have, maybe it's the next lover. Maybe it's your neighbor. I, had, I was in West Palm Beach. This is crazy. West Palm Beach, Florida. So I'm doing a seminar, and I'm not going to name the person. It's a very prominent worship leader. Many of you would recognize the name. Comes to our meeting, just wanting to learn. But she ends up getting uh, powerfully, some powerful deliverance. Along with the deliverance, uh, she, her neighbor's who are witches, they end up surfacing from within her. Now, she's shocked. I'm shocked. Everybody else is shocked. This is in a public meeting. And I and the witches are, they're cackling, and they're, they are laughing hysterically. And I said, how'd you get into her? And they said, it was so easy. We invited her to come over for some, for some cake and coffee and tea, and she came over, and she ate our coffee, or she drank our coffee, and she ate our cake and cookies they had cursed the cookies they had cursed the cake and the brokenness the demons mm. were able to get inside because she actually i mean she was there i mean she consented being there and she ate she drank they were in, the demons were inserted in her and the brokenness of the witches and they were they were actually they surfaced along with their demons and they thought it was so funny and they targeted her they planted out they conspired they literally had conspired against us woman because they knew she was a witness for Jesus Christ and they wanted to stop her and uh, they were expelled in Jesus name but the fact is you're as the longer you live here on earth the more and more soul ties that are created what's the possibility mathematically speaking that perhaps you have connected with somebody that uh, meant harm jealous of you angry with you vindictive and they they actually purposely uh, with, with their self-will, willed themselves with the aid of demons to go into you. And perhaps some of you have that issue uh, within your lives. So here in a moment, I, I'm going to I'm going to offer a prayer, uh, Shannon. and Because I want to deal not only with the soul invaders, get them the witches, the warlocks out of their lives, but also to bring healing to the broken heart and for people to be set free in a moment. Folks, if you're just joining us, I'm here live in Bali with pastor and exorcist Jay Bartlett and brother Roy who's also involved in the deliverance ministry. And we're talking about deeper deliverance. Now, you know, I think that uh, a problem among some deliverance ministers is that they think, well, I can just pray for them and I saw a manifestation, cast a demon out, they're good to go. Well, they may have got some surface demons that, out. That's right. But that's right. what I'm hearing you say is we've got to dig deeper 
many times uh, we got some of the little guys, but we never made it down to the strong man. That's right. Is that true? I show 100% true. And we were talking about that even before this recording, Shannon. I remember being, I was a pastor in a Methodist church for a number of years, and we did deliverance. And uh, there was a lady that came in from the mid- Midwest uh, to, our, to one of our services, and she complained about her stomach, stomach pains all the time, constant stomach pains. And so we did some, like what you term, surface deliverance. I just told demons to leave. And she said, well, I feel better. I feel some release. But she said, Pastor Jay, the pain's still there. Well, okay, that, that's a, there's a great example how surface deliverance only goes so far. You got to dig deeper. So I, I told her, I said, I'll just call her Michelle. I said, Michelle, let's do a little bit deeper. And uh, she said, well, I'll just go get some medication and, and maybe that'll, that'll work. And I, I'm, I told her, I said, Michelle, I think it's something much deeper. I mean, you just felt some freedom. Let's, let's dig a little bit deeper. She consented. We began to do a deeper deliverance. I can't remember the name of the demon that surfaced. But he says, ah, you found me. You discovered me. <laughs> and I said, uh, you're going to have to leave. And he said, Shannon, this is very fascinating. He said, I'll go. Now, I've dealt with demons. and This is my 36th year. I can't believe 36 years have gone by so fast. I know demons. Most demons are well. I mean, yes, there may be times when the demon wants to leave. But the many times demons want to put up a fight. They want to fight. I mean, right. like Paul says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We wrestle. It's an ongoing battle. It's a, it's a conflict. They're, they're street fighters. They want to kill you. They want to destroy you. But this particular demon in this Methodist church, here we are, I think it was a Wednesday night prayer service in the sanctuary. The demon says, oh, I want to go. So tell me where to go. And I, wait, I, I, I thought for a moment, wait, this demon so willingly wanting to leave. There's something wrong. And I felt a check in the spirit. And I began to tell him, command him, no, do not go because there's more. He says, no, 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 just tell me where to go and I'll go. And I said, no, because there's, are you the one behind the stomach pain? And he, he resisted. He opposed. He didn't want to answer. Eventually, he gave up the information. He said, yes, we put a lizard in her. A lizard in her. Whoa. And we've seen this. And if you look at some of my resources, I've recounted examples from around the world where people have animals and objects, literal animals, parts of animals, objects in their bodies. And that's bringing the pain. That's bringing the suffering. And this is often found in high levels of witchcraft. Well, this woman comes from a history of witchcraft of, of all, form, all of various kinds of forms of, of the occult. Well, this demon admitted that he had planted, implanted, it took a piece of a, of a lizard, put it in her stomach, in her digestive area, and it, that's why she was having all this pain and torment. And I said, well, you're taking the lizard. And uh, he put up a fight, but eventually he came out screaming out of her, and he brought a piece of the lizard. There was two parts of the lizard that came out. She vomited wow. it out in the Methodist church. I've seen raccoon. Parts of a raccoon come. Holy cow. I've seen a frog come out of somebody's mouth. I've seen pins and needles come out of people's uh, uh, stomach. Even a fetus one time out of a German woman who came to the Methodist church some years ago. And she, she's a registered nurse. She said, this is medically impossible. Good grief. Wow. But de- de- demons will do all these unique, very strange things to torment people. And I was able to, we were able to bring healing to these people because we did deeper deliverance. So there's a great need, not only to do surface deliverance, which is just simply using the power and the authority that we have in Jesus Christ. And we're seeing the greatest revival. We were just talking about this. I believe in 2,000 years of church history, we are seeing the greatest deliverance revival. More young people are doing deliverance like never before. And uh, I'm, fi- I'm, seeing my, I'm, I'm finding myself even fired up, even after 36 years. None of this gets old. I'm more excited now for Jesus Christ than ever before. People are, are, God is raising up a spiritual army on the planet and people are traveling the, uh, all to, to the nations of the world, bringing the message of deliverance. But I, don't, I want to bring also the message of deeper deliverance. You know, I've been fond of saying that the devil seems to have been taking off the gloves recently. Mm-hmm. It's like um, before maybe people had a chance. Um, maybe they turned down deliverance and they waited and God gave them another opportunity. But it's almost like we're going up against a Mike Tyson, the spirit, and he's mm. giving people a combination punch and just knocking them down for the count. Mm. So I'm telling people, hey, the devil knows his time is short. 
he's coming out in full force, and he wants to do what the Word says, kill, steal, and destroy. So we can't play around. Uh, deliverance was designed to do what nothing else will, and we need to seek it because if we don't get these things out, they're ticking time bombs, and they'll take us out in a literal body bag. So at the same time, the enemy seems to be ramping up his efforts and That's coming right. out gloves off. Uh, I'm excited because, as you say, I believe God is um, ramping up the deliverance ministers That's right. That's right. and recruiting new people to get into the battle. Uh, and uh, maybe Shane, you made a good point, Shane, just a moment ago, yes. how these demons want to kill. I mean, Rory here, he, he was traveling with me in Australia. I think in every case when we dealt with the demons, they, they were there causing sicknesses, all kinds of uh, emotional problems, mental problems. But I think nearly every single one of them wanted to kill them. Oh, death was, in, was the theme of our travels. 90% of the meeting, death was there. Yeah, death was there. So you're right, Shannon. In these last days, in the God in Melbourne, Shannon, gave me... I'm not prone to visions. I'm not, I'm not prone to dreams. I, I get them, but God gave me a dream, a vision, if you will, of the tribulation, the coming tribulation. And uh, I know there's a debate among the church about pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. I'm not going to go there. I'm just wanting to share with you the, the, just real quickly the vision that God gave me. God gave me this vision of the coming tribulation. It's horrific, my friends. And maybe at some other point I'll share more details. I'm still processing it myself. It's been some weeks. I was in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, I think it was a during one of our rest days in between some ministry meetings and God just gave me this vision and this 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 period is going to be horrific brutal there's no words to describe it void of God uh, the presence of God uh, it, it, it Satan knows that the return of Jesus Christ is upon hand uh, Jesus is returning soon we need to be prepared for his soon coming his soon return the demons know it. They sense it. They sense the return of Jesus Christ. So they're ramping up their attacks. They're trying to take as many people as they can out. And I was just sharing with Shannon and my, my, my brother here, Rory, that on all the years of serving God, they have tried to take me out. I mean, numerous assassination attempts. Uh, I've been, uh, I, even ISIS at one point. I forgot to mention that. ISIS Good reached grief. out to me. And I had to get somebody to translate the Arabic. They were wanting to crucify me. I mean, we live in very dark uh, days. ISIS contacted me. I've had groups of Satanists. I was just sharing with Sharon. I put a place of dirty old butcher knife on my millimeters at my throat. We live in a dark... The demons, remember in Melbourne they are in uh, Perth? They say, we're going to kill you. Mm -hmm. I want to kill you. These demons are killers. That's why it's so important to get them out of people. They will kill. They will use people to kill people. Or they'll kill you. They'll kill your family, destroy you. Get them out in Jesus' name. And that's what we're wanting to do here in a moment, get the demons out of you. You know, Jay and Rory uh, and people tuning in out there, we're living uh, in perilous times. I believe war on the saints is coming. Yes. And as the enemy seems to be pulling out mm. all stops and uh, is not, you know, even uh, flinching at opportunities and taking every opportunity it can to take people out uh, who are ignorant of deliverance or think that, you know, a Christian can't have a demon. Well, de devils want you to continue believing that. So you uh, will not put up any opposition to him. Folks, we can have anything we open the door to. That's why the Word of God says, give no place to the enemy. That's right. And if there was no place for him to occupy, then we wouldn't have that warning. Uh, yes, we can have demons. Uh, everybody's got demons, I believe. I'm convinced. That's but right. But good news is uh, we don't have to keep them. Amen. But having said that, I'm also encouraged by the fact that it says, um, in the last days my people shall do exploits. That's uh, right. We were just talking in the pre-interview here uh, about how it seems that uh, deliverance seems to be uh, getting popular. Mm -hmm. And um, you've been in the ministry a long time, uh, and you've talked to uh, other deliverance ministers. Uh, we never thought we would see this day. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Did you ever think this, this day would come, Shannon? I'm just blown away. I mean, uh, to think that there's even a movie made about it uh, by a man who's only been in deliverance for one year. Uh, I want to say something, too. I think we've got an estimated 7 or 8 billion people on the planet. That's correct. Now, if we had 1 million people to come forward today and say, I want to get involved in deliverance ministry, hmm. and they made it their goal, each person was going to minister to 1,000 people individually to do deliverance. And let's say they actually carry it through with it. 
Well, if you had a mil- million deliverance ministers uh, report for duty today and they got a thousand each, well, they helped deliver one billion people. What about the other six or seven billion people still on the globe? And I don't know a million people anywhere getting involved. If there was ever a need wow. for deliverance and deliverance workers, it's now because the host of hell have massed in strength and numbers and uh, they are committed to taking you and I out and they're worse than any mafia organization. That's right. I think when Worley said one time, they want to kill you, kill your, your wife, your husband, your kids, your dog. Uh, and what are we going to do? Uh, we got to fight back. There's no choice. If you want to live, we That's must right. fight back. Uh, is there an opportunity uh, for people through your ministry, Brother Jay, to learn about deliverance and get some training? I'm glad you mentioned that, actually. Thank you for the, the opportunity to share about the Freedom Fighter International Training Center. It's an audio it's audio based, but it actually goes into the dynamics and the mechanics, I should say, of how to cast out demons. What a great need. I think many of you Christians that are listening, you understand that we have power and authority to tell a demon to go. What about the deeper deliverance, though? Some of the, the concepts I'm sharing here about, about the soul invaders, about the brokenness, the demons attaching to the brokenness. You may not be familiar with these, these concepts, the deeper deliverance concepts. You need training. You need to be equipped. And uh, we have a uh, school called the Freedom Fighter Air National Global Training Center. And it's at uh, ifreedomfighter.com. ifreedomfighter.com. All the information can be found at jbartlandmissions.com. We're wanting I hear your heart, Shannon. This world is increasingly getting darker. And I, try, I have the privilege and honor to travel the world. And this place is not getting lighter. Now, we're seeing great moves of God. But uh, there is a powerful powerful force the the force of the antichrist on this planet and it's trying to captivate as many hearts and minds as they can we need to fight back and we have the power we have the authority we have the precious blood and resurrection power of the lord jesus christ with us and we could the same spirit that rose jesus from the dead actually lives inside of us the same spirit that rose jesus from the dead is living inside of us. That's a great. That's a great power to have, and we can, we could do great exploits. Use that word exploits just a moment ago, Shannon. What a great word. God is wanting to use you and I. And if you know Jesus, I don't care how young you are, how old you are. We had. How old was that little girl, uh, Sophia, uh, Rory, in one of our meetings, in Coffs Harbor, the demons manifested. Oh, it's a very violent oh, yeah, deliverance in right. man. Yes. He had spirits from <clears throat> coming from music, from movies, all kinds of. Yes, you remember that now. now? Yep. And the, the demons were really, really violent. So we had Sophia. She, I think she was eleven, wasn't she? And she helped cast out the demons. She and, <laughs> and the demons were scared. <laughs> that's, that's right. The demons were scared of the eleven-year-old. <laughs> my friends, I have a when oh, my oldest daughter. She's not seven anymore, but when she was seven. She started casting out demons, Shannon. She started, she helped me in a public meeting cast out demons. A seven-year-old. And we saw it in Canada, too. We used a, 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 the Holy Spirit. In British used Columbia. The, used a young uh, gal for that. So in, uh, recently here in Coffs Harbor, we'd asked uh, a, a little a young, you know, 10, 11-year-old girl to help us out. She was ready to help us. Oh, right up. Twice she did. Demon was terrified. The demon. Terrified. It was these great. strong, violent <laughs> demons. And I said, I'm bringing Sophie. No, don't bring Sophie. No, she's too pure. And it just shows that we have authority. We yeah. have authority. It doesn't matter how old you are. That's right. We have authority. That's right. So those of you who are watching, you have children, or maybe there are some young people listening, you could do great exploits. Yes. We're wanting, I know it's Shannon's heart, it's Rory's heart, my heart. We want an army to rise up, and an army is being raised to do great exploits, to cast out these demons in Jesus' name. Folks, it's time to get militant for the Lord Jesus Christ. It's time to stop being on the run all the time and put the enemy on the run. When you learn your authority in the name of Jesus to bind and loose, to kick some devil butt, and when you begin to push back, it puts fear in the ranks of the host of hell because they don't want you to know that you've got the authority over them through the name of Jesus Christ and his blood to fight back and push back. Again, you can live your life on the defensive or we can go on the offensive and begin to take land back in Jesus' name. I want to encourage people. Really, a true picture is you are a great white shark with Jesus inside of you and these demons are minnows. They just don't want you to know this. 
it's time to start chopping some, taking some demon scalps for Jesus. It's time for you to get involved in deliverance ministry. A lot of people are saying, what can I do? What's my calling? And you know, Brother Jan Roy, I look back to Mark 16, mm. the, the Great Commission. That's right. We're to share the gospel, get That's people right. water baptized. And it says, these signs shall fall them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. It's not a calling for just a few. I've heard some people say to me, my own family, well, that's your calling to do deliverance. I said, my calling, it's your calling to everybody. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, can God use me, you're thinking out there? He can use anyone who will make themselves available. It's just a matter of saying, Lord, use me. Here I am. I'll yes. go where you want me to go. Say what you want me to say. Do what you want me to do. That's and right. God will put someone in your path, and you can be used by the Lord Jesus Christ to bring liberation to the captives, to, to plant a seed of the gospel. That's right. And, you know, uh, I am encouraged by the fact that uh, everybody can receive deliverance who wants to. Yes. And, you know, uh, Jesus didn't preach the gospel to the gathering demoniac and win him before he set him free. I believe the point I want to make uh, is that some people will never receive Christ until you cast a demon out. When the gathering demoniac was delivered of the legion, it says, then he was clothed in his right mind, wanted to follow Jesus. Before that, he was probably running butt naked. He was a cutter. Mm. we got some people out there cutting tonight. Mm. You're cutting on yourself to relieve pain. Mm. And you've got suicidal thoughts. You can be set free of that. Amen. That's right. Uh, by the power in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, or you can keep those demons until they convince you to do the job that they want to do, and that's to take your own life. There's no reason to be in that pain anymore it's time to get set free jesus christ came to set the captives Mm. free he wants to use you out there tuning in to set others free uh give back what he'll give to you freedom and then go and help somebody uh, pay it forward if you will as one person said uh share gospel lay hands on the sick that they recover he has the gifts of the holy spirit that he will give you to help you and i to do the job better that's what we need to do. We need to build a deliverance army. That's right. Yes. And uh, I'm excited, Brother Jay and Rory, to be here with you and what the Lord has put on your heart. I believe God is going to call you back here to Bali to begin to I do some that. regular deliverance meetings. Yes. I believe that. If, if people need deliverance, it's here on the island of Bali. They're captive to demons every day. Their day is organized around a schedule where they've got to go out there and service these altars. And I'm, I'm so blessed to have been born in a Christian family, but I was thinking, what if I'd been born Hindu or Muslim? That's I right. wouldn't know any different. Yeah, that's You know, right. that's all that they know. Yeah. But the truth will set them free. Uh, Jay Bartlett here in the studio, here in the uh, the room, we're doing a uh, a mobile interview. First time I've ever done it. It's this is pretty cool. We got Brother Roy who's joining. I'm in Brother Jay. This. Brother Jay, what's on your itinerary next? So we're we're going to South Africa. We ha- we're having a, another extensive mission to Africa. Wow. So we're going to be throughout South excuse me, throughout South Africa, going to Namibia, and then uh, Western Whoa. Africa, and you want to talk about an openness to deliverance ministry? Mm. We're seeing in South Africa. Uh, Warriors travel with me to South Africa. I've been throughout. I used to live in West Africa, and I've traveled. I've been privileged and honored to hold very large meetings. I mean, our average meeting in West Africa was thousands of people, but in South Africa, we hold these. Powerful seminars, people come in great distances at times, and they end up getting powerful. They're open. You see that, Roy? They're Very open. open to the deliverance ministry. Yes, they are. And I think we're seeing uh, not only uh, wherever we travel, but in, in the continent of Africa, God's raising up an army. And uh, there was uh, one particular lady I, I, uh, that we ministered to, Roy, you may recall. Uh, she had a powerful deliverance of generational idolatry, human sacrifice, they had killed her ancestors, killed babies, and all kinds of animals. Uh, she was a heavy set woman. I mm-hmm. remember in that home, we held a home meeting. She gets powerfully delivered, gets called up to heaven. Well, God calls her to deliver. She says, "You're, you're. Yes. Be, I'm going to use you to cast out demons." Well, guess what she does after her deliverance? She casts out demons. Wow. She takes a mission trip soon thereafter to Namibia, I think, and she's beginning to cast out demons. Amen. And uh, so we'll be going to, to answer your question, Chad. We'll be going to uh, South Africa here very soon. We have a Jesus Church in, in British Columbia and Vancouver. Yep. And then before this mission, we still have our mission going on here. We have Auckland, uh, New Zealand oh, on the right. 13th, and we have Hawaii on the 17th. Yeah, we're, so, yeah, we're going to New Zealand. I forgot to mention wow. that. Uh, just this week, we're going uh, to Auckland, New Zealand, then on to Honolulu, Hawaii. i got to tell you a story, Shannon. My last time in Honolulu, Smith Wigglesworth, 
You know who he is. Sure. Apostle of faith. I mean, he raised, I think, so what, 22 people from the dead yes. or more? One of his descendants came to our meeting. Uh, came to uh, uh, his bloodline. Came to the meeting in Honolulu. They live in Honolulu. It was an older woman. And uh, the demons manifested within her. And, uh, and I said, did you try to attack uh, Smith Wigglesworth? The demon screamed and said, we can't. We, we had to skip a generation. <laughs> he, couldn't, he, he, couldn't st- he couldn't stay in that, uh, that particular generation. He had to skip. He said the demons were crying out. They said, no, we didn't want to be around Smith. Wigglesworth, he's a great, those of you not familiar with him, he's a great, he was a great revivalist, evangelist uh, back in the last century. And uh, he raised 20-some people from the dead. He cast out demons. And uh, one of his uh, family members lived in Honolulu, came to our meeting, some years back, and she manifested these witchcraft spirits. They had been on demonic assignment to take Smith Wigglesworth out. Wow. But they couldn't take, they, he, was, he was so strong in the Lord, they didn't want to even mess with him. So they just skipped a generation. So we'll be, we'll be going to, back to Hawaii uh, here in about a week or so. So we're looking Man, forward to that. This is amazing. Uh, what God has you doing on these road trips, bringing deliverance, um, recruiting people for deliverance. You can get set free at these meetings. And, and by the way, if you're in Southern California, I forgot to mention the Jesus Church. Mm. Every Sunday, I pastor a small church called the Jesus Church. Where are you located at in California? In Pasadena, north of Los Angeles. Okay. So we've been uh, holding uh, Sunday night services there for many, many years. And every single Sunday service, people getting set free. Amen. And uh, so if you're anywhere in Southern California, please come to the Jesus Church. This is exciting. Uh, you mentioned uh, Namibia. Uh, you're going up there into the Kalahari country up there with the Bushmen. Yes. Yeah. A lot of witchcraft and voodoo, uh, or witchcraft over there. And, uh, man, Africa, known as the Dark Continent. Yes. The Lord wants to set it free, bring the light of the gospel and deliverance to the whole world. Folks, this is exciting. Uh, Brother Jay, uh, is there a way people can support your ministry? At uh, jbartlandmissions.com. If the Lord puts it on your heart to to donate, to give, that'd be a privilege and honor. We're here to serve God. Whatever we could do to help uh, to serve you, those who are listening in, we're here to serve you and uh, jbartlandmissions.com. Also, if a person, again, wants to learn more about deliverance, tell us again about the school and do you have any books available that they can order? Yeah, I wish I had some of my books with me. Uh, we, uh, we've written like 65 different publications. So wow. a lot of resources. You can find them at amazon.com. But if you go to jbartlandmissions.com, we have books on, uh, we talk about these third heaven encounters. I, I have a book called, called, titled, Caught Up Into the Third Heaven. So after people get delivered from demons, they have these amazing, astounding heavenly experiences with Jesus, intimacy with Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We have a booklet on expelling evil spirits, deeper deliverance. Yes. Which it's called Expelling Evil Spirits. Uh, books on self-deliverance called Free. I know Rory, I think he... Uh, He's passed out the the book out to uh, some people. It's called I think what's it called Free from uh, Free from Satan I think. Yes, exactly. Free from Satan, and uh, it's a it's a guide on self liberation. You could do some self deliverance uh, to a point, then you need uh, somebody to come along to do deeper deliverance. Uh, but in a moment, I like to lead everybody in a prayer to, to kind of go a little bit deeper and see what happens. Absolutely. Uh, you mentioned uh, generational spirits, like in the case of the uh, descendant of. Smith of Wigglesworth, and uh, you and I were relating uh, some stories about uh, some things we found in our family lines and the fact uh, we needed deliverance. I'm pretty much convinced that everybody's got something uh, that came down the family tree. I mean, we're all interconnected somewhere. And That's right. Isn't it true that some of these curses can go down three and four generations, even as much as ten generations? Yes. So you see in Deuteronomy chapter 5, you see in uh, Exodus uh, chapter 20, you see in the book of uh, Numbers, chapter 14, verse 18. You see in Deuteronomy, chapter 23. You see in Mar- uh, Romans, chapter 5. You see all these biblical references that point out to the reality that there is such a thing as transmitted evil. Things can be passed down through the bloodline and dumped into your life. And I think Shannon's 100% right. Uh, you, you can't tell me that you, you come from pure bloodlines. There's contamination. There's spiritual pollution there. There needs to uh, be deliverance. And uh, speaking about South Africa, I think everybody we dealt with there, they had spirits, ancient spirits of idolatry yeah. because their ancestors committing human sacrifice, animal sacrifice, 
And, uh, and I think we'll find the same here in Bali, for example. Here in Bali, it's a beautiful, by the way, those of you uh, are not familiar with Bali, it's a beautiful island, but Shannon's so 100% right. And we're always taking some trips into the city I have. The idols are everywhere. And, and, and no doubt it's transgenerational. It's been passed down from one generation to the next generation. And, you know, we speak about uh, generational curses. This, this land, as in most of the world, we, we need to break the generational curses and get these generational idolatrous spirits out. So I'm looking forward to coming back to Bali and, and see what God does. And I know, Roy, did you want to say something yeah, about that? just one thing about Bali. Beautiful people. Yes. And yes. as we talked to in the pre-interview, they just have no idea. No clue that they're serving these gods, these lower gods, these spirits, the demonic. That's right. They just feel like it's like getting up in the morning, brushing your teeth, or eating your breakfast. It's, That's right. It's that simple, and and they are beautiful, beautiful people, beautiful country, and it's just a you just love the fact that I'm here and 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 working for the Lord. It's just a what a gift. Yeah, and and Shannon, it's the blinders. Yes. And like you said, I mean, it's hard for people to come to know Jesus Christ if they're blinded. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 4, the God of this age has blinded the minds of non-believers. So some greater power has to come along and remove the blinders. It's Jesus. Absolutely. I believe this is the divine appointment. Uh, Jake called me up uh, a week ago and told me he was coming through. Let's meet. I'm so happy to reconnect with Jay, meet a new friend here, Roy, and another gentleman, and uh, excited to see what God is going to do. Uh, this is the time to get active for the That's Lord right. Jesus. Amen. Did you enjoy today's program? We're not done. We're fixing to pray for you. But if you enjoyed this, um, Jay, we got to do some more. We got to do one a month, do a program. That'd be great. That'd be and, wonderful. And uh, you can give us updates on your ministry, uh, bring some wonderful. teaching. And um, I would like you right now, as the Holy Spirit leads you, minister to some people and um, pray for them and uh, whatever God directs you to do. What a privilege and honor. We're, I was meant to be here in Bali. This is God ordained. I was going to visit you, Shannon. Back in 2019, I think it was, and then, of course, the pandemic. And uh, But God made a way. I'm here in Bali, Indonesia, with Brother Shannon. And I'll, t I'll tell you, my friend, support my brother, Shannon. Yes. <clears throat> He's, this is a, a, a great, there's a great need here in Bali, here in Indonesia. And uh, support him in prayer, him and his family, financially support. Give into his ministry. And uh, what a privilege and honor. To be able to pray for you. Those of you who are listening right now, I'm going to pray. Now, I'm going to do a general curse-breaking prayer, if you will, but I'm going to go a little bit deeper here in a moment, do some deeper deliverance. I believe some of you are going to be miraculously healed as a result of this deliverance. Demons are going to fly out of your mind, fly out of your heart, your body, and you are going to be set free. So join me in prayer. I want you to just basically just pray this simple prayer. Just say, Father in heaven, just say, Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus. Say it, everyone. Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus Christ, I break the curses. I break the curses from my mother's side, my father, mother and father's side, in Jesus' name. I break the idolatry. I break the death. I break the sicknesses. I break all the forms of witchcraft that's in my bloodline. It is broken in Jesus' name by the sacrificial blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. And every evil spirit that, hear, that can hear my voice, I come against you in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I come against you by the blood, the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. You are bound in the name of Jesus Christ. And I command you, evil spirits, to let go of the mind and the heart and the body of those who are listening in right now. Come out quickly. Come out. Come out. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, leave the mind, leave the heart, leave the body. Now, in Jesus' name, by the authority of the blood of Jesus Christ, just quickly leave the mind and the heart and the body. Sicknesses go. Death go. Spirits of Lucifer, spirits of idolatry, spirits of witchcraft. Release the bodies and the minds and the hearts of those who are listening in right now. Come out. Many of you are feeling the demons come up. Let them up. Come out of the stomach. Come out of your chest. Come out of your throat. Out into the abyss in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Go, 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 go. Come out, come out, come out. Come out in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And I reach out to the brokenness. Because many of you have a broken heart. And that brokenness, go to Jesus. Because Jesus is the healer. Jesus is the healer of the broken heart. 
Go into God's presence. God wants to heal you. The brokenness, go into the presence of God. Now, you strong man, you are bound in the authority of Jesus Christ. The ones who are orchestrating all these attacks, I bind you, strong man. That's in the bloodlines. Whoever you may be, you are bound in Jesus' name. Release the mind and the heart and the body of those who are listening right now. And those of you who are being victimized by witchcraft, those of you who have warlocks and witches and witch doctors and sorcerers that are targeting you with witchcraft, I break it now in Jesus' name. By the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the chains, the spiritual enslavement, the chains, the shackles come off. Many of you are feeling the shackles come off right now. Leave. Witches leave. Warlocks leave. Sorcerers leave. You witch doctors. Let go of those who are listening in right now. And I speak healing to you. I speak freedom into your life. And I speak shalom in God's presence. His love, his joy, his strength. Fill each and every one with your presence, God. And I give you the glory, the honor, and the praise. I agree. We command every demon that the Lord Jesus Christ wants out to manifest and go. Yes. You're not going to stay. That's You're right. going to go to where the Lord Jesus sends you. Right to the abyss. In the name of Jesus, we plead the blood of Jesus Christ over everyone that is tuning in today. And again, Father God, for those that may not know you tuning in today, we ask that you would forgive them of their sins, pour out your goodness, yes. mercy, and grace in them. Save them. We bind their strong men in Jesus' name. Bind every demon that is tormenting, harassing them, and command those demons to loose their mind and will that they can make a decision for Jesus. We can loose the spirit of adoption yes. and salvation into them in Jesus' name. Bless everyone that is tuned in today. Father God, we lift up That's right. Pastor Jay and Brother Roy and the team. We ask that you would go with them, give them favor, loose your warrior angels in Jesus' name to give them protection. That's right. Create favor out there for them. God, bring in the people that you would have to be at these meetings, God, that can be set free. Bless them mightily. And also we bind up and rebuke every spirit of backlash, mm -hmm. retaliation, revenge, retribution, hindrance, or delay. Come against any of us for being part of these programs today in this ministry. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Bless Brother Jan Roy mm -hmm. and everyone tuning in today, Father God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Uh, Brother Jay and Roy, it's been an honor to be here with you. And uh, I want to ask you, Jay, is there a mailing list people can get on so they can find out where you're going to be next? Yeah, so I, I do my mailings quite on a nearly daily, daily basis, uh, Brother Rory. And yes, please get to jbartlemissions.com. There's a, a place where you could subscribe to our email updates. And uh, I, I send them out pretty, I'm pretty consistent on a regular basis. I hope it's not too much for each and every one of you, but jbartlemissions.com. This is exciting. Uh, folks, I hope By the way, Sharon, thank you. I mean, it's what you've been so kind, hasn't he, boy? So kind uh, to, uh, to, uh, to uh, host us in a sense of being here in Bali. And, and, uh, and I know so, I've met so many people through the years who have been blessed through your ministry. Praise the Lord. That in, that's encouragement to me. And people have been and, uh, delivered and healed. And uh, wherever I travel in the world, so Omega Man Radio, Omega, Omega Man Podcast, and all the other extensions Shannon has is reaching millions of people so god bless you my brother to god be the glory and folks the lord jesus wants you in his end time army great time to serve love you all and um brother jay brother roy thank you for coming on we'll see you again soon god bless everybody